Hello, I am Steve the Limey. And I am Blake the Yank. And we are here to launch our fantastic, wonderful, exciting podcast coming to you. And we're bringing music from both sides of the Atlantic. New, old music, and old, new music. And all that great American stuff that shows you how the Brits really learned to rock. Yeah, you will. (laughs) We hope you enjoy it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the special scary edition here, the Halloween special edition featuring the Limey and the Yank. The terrifying horror of it all. Your mind will bend at the sheer ferocity of our Halloween episode. Okay, maybe not that bad. You're a terrifying horror, but we all know that. Thank goodness you're not looking at the outfits. Well, maybe we'll scare you later. But anyway, boy, do I have a lineup today. We are going to select four of our favorite scary, spooky, you-know-what, eating stuff on stage and all that stuff and cutting off things. Hey, hey, don't give it all away at the beginning. Lots, Come on, man. we got a bunch to go with Lots of leather this. and... All that nasty and blood and guts and what Halloween is all, all about. All right, now you're well, scaring him away. Oh, come on. Now, it's, that's what you got to have a bit. It's a scary way of doing it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, all fake. Alice is fake. You're fake. You know about fake. Alice Cooper? Oh, yeah. I mean, the fake show. It's all fake. It's show business, baby. But you know what? That's the thing about Alice Cooper is that, sure, you're sitting there watching him knowing that he knows stagecraft and he's putting on a show. And at the same time... There's something scary, and it really feels like you're watching something real. When he does an execution on stage, you're like, ah, that's scary. How did he do that? I mean, that scared people. Welcome to my nightmare. I think you're gonna like it. I think you're gonna feel you belong. said you were going to go first is that one of your picks that Did is one just, of my picks that's why you jumped in and slid in aren't we supposed to negotiate who goes first no even though i always have the no. best all right well anyway There's no negotiation do you want to finish your first pick and then i it, when it's up to you please kind sir we like to sit back when you're ready just give me the nod carry on But of course, alice cooper was one of our great halloween picks for the american side because most people already know this He was big on the makeup. He was big on the kind of dark look that informed a lot of heavy metal. But at the same time, he put on stage shows where he would mock execute people. He would have a mock beheading going on. He would have his fake his own death. And he hung out with he would he would bring a boa constrictor out right wrapped around his neck. He would perform in really scary ways because he put on a really good show. (laughs) yeah you don't want to get squeezed too tight i've seen those in the amazon those bow constrictors they can't i know they can eat a cow can't they or is it a sheep i don't care i don't want him eating anything that's on me but i'm sure they must have give it tranquilizers or something before he went on stage was it a real one do you think or was it fake oh i'm pretty sure it probably was real i mean think about rock stars look at how uh slash from guns and roses i think was the one who said that in his house he had a boa constrictor in every room (laughs) (laughs) it's a thing 
Is it my turn? Yes. Are you sure? There's probably so much more interesting than, but you're very polite. I'm going to okay, okay. allow. That's a load of... <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Okay. How about this? Before Alice ever came to t- town... And by the way, you know what I'm going to play? And this is in honour of Alice because we loved him when I was a kid. This is how generous us English are. I'm even going to play a little bit of, from his first pick. When we were little kids and we ran home for Top of the Pops at 7.30 and Alice Cooper was number one at Top of the Pops. School's out for summer. (laughs) School's, here you go, just a little taste. Can I give them a little taste? You should, yes. All right, here we go, folks. I'll see you in a sec. Does that make you want to run out and just go for your summer? Yeah, right. you know what? Hang on. I got something to follow up on that that's beautiful right here. We talk about Alice Cooper. He was my first pick. You did School's Out. But here's a fun little trivia tidbit. In the 80s, when Alice Cooper was still kind of bringing himself back into the fore with his albums, he also hung out with Twisted Sister, and they did a really great song called Be Cruel to Your School. It's Twisted Sister with Alice Cooper and on guitar playing this classic rock and roll thing is Brian Setzer. Wow, what a show, the three of them. Yep. Yeah, you do come up with some new ones that you, you kind of knock me so, down to some well, things yeah, but I don't know. Let's also play a bit of that song because I want them to hear Be Cruel to Your School. So I want to hear it. Maybe I hear it and I don't know. Let's check it out. See, and the thing about that is that comes off of the Twisted Sister album, Come Out and Play, which is probably the most Halloween-themed of all of their stuff. It's got creepy sounds. The title song itself, which I'll maybe bring that up later, but the title song itself is kind of creepy, too. I think it's an awesome combination of those things. It's great. All right. Back to me, okay? All right. You've had more than enough of your time. Yay! I've monopolized. Well, they normally... He's not been known to be really pushy, you know? Unlike, <clears throat> you know. All right, okay, here we go. Fire. Du, 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 beg you to burn. Du, 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 fire. I am the god of hellfire, and I bring you fire.
This is Arthur Brown, the crazy world of Arthur Brown. Have you heard of him? No, I haven't. He was like 60s, and that was the anthem of Halloween and for every scary one. He was kind of a little bit like Alice Cooper, but you know what's hilarious? Oh, well, you shouldn't laugh when somebody's hair goes on fire. He was on his stage show, he puts his lantern on, it fired, and I don't know whether he had a few pints or something, but a pint fell on his head. Oh, wow. But, no, they put it out because it caught fire to his hair. So he was actually doing the Michael Jackson Pepsi commercial thing he, but without he knowing did, it. But because this wonderful person came out, maybe it wasn't on stage. Maybe it was, but an innocent bystander saw that his head caught on fire through some gasoline and he put it out with a pint. Oh, wow. It's true, you can look it up. So since that day, that has been his signature and he's still doing it. And I think he's maybe like 76 now. He's still putting his hair on fire? No, they have special... <laughs> no. What? He's still reenacting that. Uh, That's why he's the god of fire. Fire. Do you want me to do it again? I thought I just said that. Is that it? Yeah, and I thought I said it better than you. And he said it in, in English, too. I heard you sing bits about fire, but I didn't hear you say oh. that you were the god of hellfire. And you know It's very important. You need to specify. All these scary dudes and the things that you think they're idiots... And like, and I love them. I think the they create, they're like put on a show. They're inspiration to musicians all around the world and stuff like that. They're very highly educated. Um, oh, sure. All went to university. You should look University of Reading in London. Arthur Brown. He probably went to art school, but he started everybody flowing. And it's amazing when you look back. And you got to remember, this was in the 60s before uh, flower power just at the beginning to come out like that you got to be brave but you know it's but so you got it burning and he's from his head's burning burning <laughs> okay, and he's so from just to finish him off he comes from a little like town in called Whitby and it's adorable. It's like one of these little fishing things. You never would think this guy. <laughs> and that's what amazed me about performers. They can come in the most different shadows of the world. But it's normally out of, I don't want to say gutters, but, you know, working class, I'm getting out of here and I'm going to try harder. But you but said anyway, that he's intelligent. Too. And I want to make a point here is that creativity, you really do need a certain amount of intelligence to be a creative soul. But I'll tell you something. It's one thing to be creative and to write your poetry or be a little bit shy and introverted and maybe you paint your paintings. It's another thing to get up on stage and be willing to set yourself on fire, unintentionally, but w willing to play with fire to entertain the masses, willing to fake your own beheading, to scare people and give them a good show. And I say that because that takes courage. That takes a certain amount of real bravery out there with that intelligence and creativity. It's a great mix. But that's why people become mega stars, and that's why so many people become fashion statements, whether it's David Bowie, whether it's putting on a theatrical stage show and, and showing. So everybody goes for the whole full Monty, and people love that guy because you never become stagnant. Just like changing your music, you don't want to keep on playing the same music. you got to quicken up the tempo. It's like anything in life. It's like, I think I've done the best hairstyle and the best haircut in the world. But when Doris sits back in that chair, all right, Sting. He's back again, <laughs> fluffing up his spikes. And I'm still uh, giving myself a buff and wax. 15 minutes a day. So what I'm saying, you're only as good as your last haircut. And the way performers, I believe, the best ones go. I don't care whether it's Sergeant Peppers, the Beatles are sitting around. Now what are we going to do? You know what I mean? How can we do anything better than that? <laughs> and I'm carrying on because I've got some wonderful... It's your turn. We've been. You can cut some of this out if you want. So I've, I've got I Crazy never World cut of Brown. anything else. Oh, you yeah. like that's I'm hearing more about your voice than mine. Oh, I'm sorry. I was talking about me. Yeah. yeah I, I don't cut I me. Well, I, enough you, about you. you. I, I do a lot of right. I talk about other people. <laughs> I let other people talk about me. Hopefully in a nice way, ladies. 
Thank you. <laughs> I love you. All my list. Oh, our listeners. I'm all sorry. right. All right. Don't get all Tom Jones on everybody. Come yeah. on. Yeah, baby. Yeah, well, that's a different show. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. You're up next. Awesome. Because I am going to go ahead and flip over to, I talked a moment ago about how that Be Cruel to Your School came off of Twisted Sisters, um, their spookiest, most Halloween-themed album. I'm going to play you a little bit of the song Come Out and Play, which kicks off the album of the same name. Uh, let's go ahead and do that real quick, and then I'll talk about it. Here you go. Is so amazing. Isn't that fun? That whole are yeah. you afraid of things that go bump in the night? But here's here's where I'm going with that is there were a lot of fun little tunes like that. And if you look at the cover art for Stay Hungry, he's he's all ragged looking. He's chained up in a cell. He almost is like the Iron Maiden album where Eddie is trying to break out of the asylum. Peace of mind. He's got that same look to him that's kind of creepy and scary. But here's more. Dee Snyder with all the hair and the ragged clothes and he's holding a big old raw meat bone out to the audience is also doing songs like Captain Howdy that's about a creepy serial killer and and he's doing uh, Burn in Hell. And, and at the same time, he was actually in a horror movie playing a character. So he's he's been through the Halloween gauntlet too and that's why I think he deserves mention here. And, and Twisted Sister is just loads of fun to listen to. I love it. But you know what? I totally agree with you. All these dark dudes to get a raw deal because I think most of them are wonderful people and a lot are wonderful Christians too in what they show. It's not, not to get into religion and stuff, but when people see all this button fun, they don't look at the full picture. Just like mm -hmm. they look at something and go, well, that's not, and they don't see the full picture. That's just my opinion anyway. It's a, anyway. It's a good point though, actually. Okay. Because, I'll, and to, to add to that, one of the things Dee Snyder talked about in the 80s was that he was a Christian and that some of his songs, if you listen closely to the message, were actually really about redemption and they were about doing the right thing. In fact, Burn in Hell is another perfect example of that. Billy so Idol, is the power sorry. and the glory. Yeah. Billy Idol, he, he was talking about, you know, on his interviews I was watching the other day and there's, you know, when he hit it to skyrocket fame and he was on, he said... It, People give me such a hard time about putting in violence and blood and all the dark and doing stuff in to whatever he said. It's like, and it's, it's a load of rubbish. It's just a show and it's just an image and it's just my music reflecting the show and the image. People look into things too and just enjoy the show, folks. You know what I mean? And if, if, and if it's that bad, don't look. 
You can turn your eyes. I'll turn them I promise them when the concert is over, Alice Cooper's head is still attached to his body. It'll be okay. You get to the end of the haunted house and you're, you kind of feel creepy, but at the same time, you know you're going to go home and have a nice night sleeping in your own bed without dreaming of horror. Oh, I mean, or are you? This is the Halloween episode. Isn't it one? <laughs> is that supposed to be scary? It's good. I like it, though. You could use that laugh. Give us some diddled ham. <laughs> I can't be that scary. I just have to look at people scary. I can't do those kind of things. <laughs> Talking about scary, my number two pick, Screaming Lord Such. Oh my god! In the 60s. Screaming Lord He had a wardrobe, Such. I'm telling you, like Liberace. <laughs> yes. From stockings to bowler hats, this guy was out of sight and... In a good way out of his mind. And you know, he even ran in Parliament and he only had his own constituency. <laughs> yes. And he had a party. And you know what the party was called? The Looney Party. Because in England, we have to be loony. We're island people and we kind of stick close to one another, you know? But we love a good loony and we love him. And he was scary. He used to do things like, all right, forget it. I'm going to play, listen to this, folks. You heard his screw. Laughter. All right, do it again, and then I'm going to put his scream and scream. What is his most Okay, popular? here we go. Here we go, folks. Squeeze her tight, I'm gonna scream and scream, scream again I'm gonna scream and scream, scream again I'm gonna scream and scream, scream again When I'm gonna scream, I'm gonna scream again I tell you what, I almost got the willies, whatever that is, or the heebie-jeebies, you know, when you get I know enough of British slang to say that getting the willies probably might not mean what you think it means. Hey, hey, I've got two of our words coming up, too, at the end. We're doing (laughs) those two words, and I've got them. Sweet. You're going to love them. Actually, that's what it is. In fact, that's an intro to tell you what one of the words is today is... Hey, Steve, Steve, should we explain to them about the words? Because... What we decided to do, kids, is that we had that really fun conversation about British culture where I mentioned that I had no clue what serviettes were. And so following on that and the conversation about a rubber eraser, uh, a rubber sole, we decided it would be a lot of fun to talk about, just randomly pick a couple of words that are different from across the pond and create fun confusion, like trying to ask for silver in a tavern and you really just need serviettes. So we're we're going to be doing that in just a little bit, but that's what Steve is talking about, and I wanted you to know, because the limey sometimes misses out on the details here. (laughs) (laughs) You have a hard time finding the details, if there's any there. Normally, I have to tell you them. I don't need details. I'm an American. I do things. All right, I'm not finished. All right, see, just like (laughs) you, you jumped into... Lord, and I hadn't finished. Yeah, go on about Screaming Lord Sush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway. What a character, like I was saying, like massive wardrobe. And he almost got in and voted for, but he decided to go into showbiz. And he got discovered. And believe it or not, it's not just tea shops in England. Even back in the 60s, they say coffee shop. He was playing in a coffee shop. Huh. He was used to some, and the, the rest is history. And I just passed on a few years ago. Unfortunately, not to get into dark and bad, but... Sure, it was pretty dark, but we won't go there. But in the meantime, it sounds like you're saying that if Elton John was a metal star who really liked a clockwork orange, that would be screaming like <laughs> such. Yeah, maybe Elton John. I didn't see him there at the movies when I was a little kid and I snuck in because it was X-rated. But we did that with all the movies. That's why I'm a bit disturbed now in working with this dude. What was but X-rated? Anyway, hey, come Elton on now. John X- right. Wait a can minute. I finish my number two? You and can, then you but can I have... need you to qualify that statement because that's kind of scary. Did Elton John do an X-rated movie? No. 
I just see. Look, I'm going to carry on. I'm not going to even listen to you. I'm okay. confused, but okay. You let's are move confused. On. You got. You were so confused. All right. No, I said I went into an X-ray because I wanted to see Clockwork Orange, and I wasn't old enough to get in. So me and my mate, somebody got in and opened the exit, and we came in and we snuck in and we saw those movies X-rated. So like, Clockwork was an X. Yes. Oh, Iris. see now that I didn't know. It's another I, difference. Yeah. I had no clue. I thought it was R. Or do you have P, G, R, all that? Was that just an American thing? or No, we are, we, we get censored. Well, well, I mean, do you have the same rating system? I don't know anymore because you've changed it a few times. But normally they have, you know, X, um, U, I think, for everybody, and R is restricted. But they do have a different censorship. I Some can certainly see that when Clockwork Orange came out. It's really intense and violent. That's one of my it's favorite. It's called the ultraviolet. Stanley Kubrick, one of my favorite. All right, so to finish off with Bless Your Heart, Screaming Lord Such, she put on a great show. And I think it's kind of like the crazy world. They were great and they lasted for so long and had such a long career. Because basically in my mind, I think they really, I don't want to call them one-hit wonders, but when you listen to these guys, you always think of those tunes. But they did have a couple more that were really good. And the last one I'm going to finish with him, which is ideal. Because uh-huh. this was his another hit. He had a, not as big as Scream and Scream, but uh, Jack the Rip. Let me do it. Jack the Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can do those kind of things. But I, I don't have to because of my accent. Because we're scary enough. Because we're always the little <laughs> villains, like the little this mouse that's going to kick your ass. And oh, sorry, and all the big dudes because it's his accent. He's, you know, he's a northern dude. You better watch it, mate. And I'm going to stick this right up your nose, and I'm going to beat up all of you. You got it, Stuart Little Nose Kung Fu. Wait, no, that's not right. That's an American thing. All right. I don't care that Hugh Laurie was in it. He was playing Listen, an American Don't listen movie. to him. I'm cutting him off whether he likes it or not. <laughs> well, you said I'm going to finish off here, and I'm not going <laughs> to let him finish off for me. You think about what you're going to say next. I'm Steve Atkins. Oh, sorry. The limey Steve Atkins. Well, anyway, this English dude is finishing off saying, Jack the Ripper, you listen to this. This is so spooky and fun. And one of my favorite movies which was uh, Johnny Depp. Did you ever mm. see it, Jack the Ripper, the movie with Johnny Depp? And remember Heather Graham out of... Uh, Are you talking about From Hell? That's it. But yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I take that back. It wasn't called Jack... It, it wasn't called Jack the Ripper. It was From Hell, but it was a story. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. Written by Alan Moore. See, I knew you'd know A it. British... Author who also wrote The Watchman his was, was well known for his comic work. Oh, I love it. So just to finish off. Oh, sorry. Just to finish off, folks. Jack, uh, you do it for me in your scary voice. Why? Because I want you to because... I think you're awesome. I'm, I'm giving. Okay. All right. You do it in your American scary voice. Here it comes. Jack the Ripper. <laughs> He's got a big black claw hanging down his back. Yeah.
I am ready to jump into my third. And I'm excited about this because you talked about how you were going back before Alice Cooper. I'm going to go before Alice Cooper as well. And I'm going to bring out a classic rock and roller. I'm going to talk for just a moment about Screamin' Jay Hawkins. Because let me tell you some of the stuff that my dad would tell me about Screamin' Jay Hawkins. He loved the 50s rock and roll. He said Screamin' Jay Hawkins would show up to his shows in a hearse. And Screamin' Jay Hawkins would also be brought on stage in a coffin. And he'd climb out of that. And he'd perform a scary song like I Put a Spell on You. And I have a very special track I want to share with everybody. I've got a live recording of Screamin' Jay Hawkins doing I Put a Spell on You. And he's spooking the audience. And we're going to play a little bit of that because that's loads of fun. Oh, is that the same record as what other people have done? I'll put a spell on you, mm -hmm. cause you're my... Some of you might have seen a hearse outside of here tonight. The reason it's there is because there's a friend of mine here tonight from Cleveland. His name's out there on the marquee. I don't have to tell you who he is. translation of the yeah, that's great so in nightmare before christmas that whole crazy act of his was the inspiration for the character of the oogie boogie man it was a voice actor who did it but it was still the same kind of sound it was great i'm so glad you brought that film up tim burton what a <laughs> genius man well 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 what have we here santa claus huh Ooh, i'm really scared so you're the one everybody's talking about. <laughs> you're joking. You're joking. I can't believe my eyes. You're joking me, you 
just split a seam now if I don't die laughing first. Mr. Oogie Boogie says there's trouble close at hand. You better pay attention now, cause I'm the boogeyman. And if you aren't shaking, there's something very wrong. Cause this may be the last time you hear the boogie song. And I've nothing much to do I might just cook a special batch Of snake and spider stew And don't you know the one thing That would make it work so nice A roly-poly Santa Claus Yep I don't know what kind of medals But I love I don't care what anybody says I love everything he does I think keep on doing what you're doing We love you And that is a signature Halloween movie that should be up there i think in the top three of all time that is if you could pick a movie for his brilliance and go you'd have to say that yep that was his masterpiece he'd been working on that for a long time giant p everything i mean the headless horse i mean everything he does you can tell it's like somebody making a hit record whether it's three minutes or three hours i think he puts everything in it and more besides in both sides and that's what i think separates the fantastics to the just good hey there you go because your other halloween piece would be corpse bride really cute film johnny depp and we're right back to scary stuff but we're not talking about pirates you know johnny depp from hell and all that jack the ripper so go ahead i've done mine my number three it's your turn that's all you gotta say well what else you do know you what want? i'm coming at you with no i'll do it properly Ladies and gentlemen, the Rolling Stones, or in the English <laughs> term would be, ladies and gentlemen, the Rolling Stones. Let's hear it, everybody. Oh, that's quite lovely. Let's clap nice. and have fun. See, I'm doing a, a Yankee because that's how he <laughs> likes to, to the English. Forget We're it. switching anyway, gears. It's the Rolling Stones, <laughs> mate, got that right. And they found the dark side. Yeah, the Rolling Stones, they did this. They weren't satanic, but that's what they called one of the, And everybody was going, what's going on here with the, the Stones? They're getting into the... But it was right after Sgt. Pepper's, and it was a satanic request album. And it was 3D. But let's check out some of these outfits. And it's oh like... <laughs> it's funny because Mick's got one of those, the wizard type thing with the... And all that. But it's hilarious. Check it out and all that. So, are you talking about the one with the goat's head in the punch bowl? I think that's a different one. Okay. Is that goat's head soup? I think that's what they did. Might have been. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I apologize. Because I kept thinking that's kind of creepy too. And I, I have a particular song I think you're about to bring up. Go for it. I'm just going to put it on. Because it, it says everything. But uh, I'm going to reverse now. And going back to... Uh, in those days with 3D and everything... I don't know. It, it was something new and unbelievable. Nobody has seen, or maybe you've seen one, a 3D uh, album cover. The old red and blue glasses? Yeah. Believe it or not, I have an L.A. Guns CD that has a 3D cover with little paper red and blue glasses called Hollywood Vampires. So it's also kind of Halloween-y. Oh, wow. And it's just their faces, but you put on the glasses and their faces kind of lift up off the surface of the paper. Oh. Well, anyway... I'm going to play because he got into the psychedelia and he got into like because it was right after Sgt. Pepper's that they did this and he had the strange outfits and all that but the 3D cover was new and the song that I want to play from this album which is awesome because it's kind of not really voodoo and stuff like that but it sends you there into a different planet and it's uh, song 2000 Light Years as from home. Have you heard of it? No, I haven't. Check it out. You're going to love it, man. Cool.
psychedelic thing yeah the the satanic verses i also want to which is my other one uh, sympathy for the devil yeah see that's where i thought you were going because that's yeah. the spookiest Halloween song i've heard by them okay so we can put that in because i think we're okay on that one so i'll just jump in and finish off with the sympathy of the devil so uh that's it and i'm not going to talk any more about this aid. they got back on the out of the voodoo thing and all the darks and that but once again it wasn't offensive it wasn't cruel it was he was just having fun putting on a show and you know what so you don't think people freaked out about that you don't think people started talking about rock and roll and devil worship when they saw that well they did because those were the i don't want to call it, say idiots because that but you know, that turn records and messed about with them, reversing them and saying it doesn't say that. <laughs> and it doesn't say on the cover that's how you're supposed to, you know, too too many people have too much time on their hands. And they Boy, look no into kidding. too many things. Just enjoy the show. Whether it's going to see Man, Madeline Manson, he puts on a... Marilyn Manson. Marilyn, sorry Marilyn. But no matter what they do, people look too deep and it's 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 just like Hollywood. Put on the show, man. Entertain the people and just leave them alone, okay? It's not too deep. Just going back, that's why John Lennon wrote I Am The Walrus. He was sick of people analyzing him all the time with his lyrics and everything else. But we no, do we want to play that. a little bit of Sympathy for the Devil, don't yeah, we? Yeah, let's cut you yeah. out because I know. Okay, all right, here we're going to go. We're going to go with uh, the num number one one for this time of the year, Halloween. And you got to give sympathy for the devil because he's going to burn in hell forever. <laughs> and, you know, he always ends up losing and he doesn't really have any true friends because he don't want true friends. So his sympathy, you got to, you know, you got to give him sympathy. All right, the Rolling Stone. Ow! so many great pieces in there uh i put in a, a bit of that i put in more of that song than i usually put of a song because it's got so much to it i really encourage you if you haven't heard the whole thing to go give the whole song a listen because there's just some really neat poetry in there that's kind of creepy and eerie okay you got your fourth one you want to do it quick i absolutely do have my fourth one and my fourth one is a classic i'll tell you because this is one of my favorite bands, but this particular song is legendary and scary, and I even just heard it on the radio yesterday because you're always hearing it getting played, whether it's Halloween or not. I'm going to take a moment and talk about Blue Oyster Cult. And the song I'm going to give you is Don't Fear the Reaper. It's so soft and mellow and scary at the same time because it's all about death. 
and accepting death. And at the same time, death is personified. Death comes sweeping into the room. It's an anthem of all time. I can't believe you didn't tell me because, you know, you keep them and I don't tell you. We just go at it. <laughs> and that is wrong because that song is probably in my top ten of all time. And I don't think about Fear the Reap. I think happy. It puts me in that happy place. And it's, it's mm-hmm. more... What an incredible, great... I tell you what, that is... I couldn't have picked a better one myself. Can you believe that? <laughs> but anyway, that fantastic pick. So um, I'm sorry. I just had to tell you that because I mean it from my heart. That is incredible. Can we... You're going to play a little piece before I hit you? Hit you with my fourth one. It's a good Absolutely. job you had this ace in the hole, buddy. Yeah, this was, this was a good one. Hang on. Let's play a little bit of Don't Fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster Cult. kind of puts me in a trance doesn't it you put that on that's the thing about it is the the vocals are just hypnotic and soft and at the same time there's this consistent rhythm in the background oh i love it great pick man but i don't think it's it's great but it's not the greatest and i have the greatest and i'm going to finalize and you know like the guillotine with the with his guy you know cutting the alice cutting all the stuff like this guy is probably the performer of all time when it comes to popular style, charisma. He can act. He's wonderful. I don't know anybody, even the critics, that don't love Ozzy. I'm sorry. Of I got, course. I know. Well, I, I had to keep I, my mouth shut because he's not American, but yeah. Do you finally realize that you have to keep your mouth shut? <laughs> That's what I need. I need a sign to pull up now. It's time to keep oh, your man, mouth shut. Oh, man, I am jealous. I'm a metalhead. I'm really jealous, jealous because you get to pull out Ozzy and Black Sabbath, and I'm he sorry. is Mr. Bleeping Prince of Darkness. I would Go be. for it. Oh, I, I love it. The graveyards, his, his history, uh, Sharon and the kids, they all became talent. Everything he does is my favorite. The Osborns. Are you kidding me? Ozzy. Get in, Ozzy. <laughs> Sharon. Get in, Ozzy. You're disturbing the neighbors. All right. Sharon. That's not as scary as what you've got, though. You've picked a creepy Black scary, Sabbath song, but... haven't you? What do you got? Well, I was going to play... Let me see. I've got Actually, I've got, uh, I've got a, a couple of songs. And... Okay. That's good, because I have one more bonus I'm going to roll us out on. Let's do a couple of songs. I'm going to play... Here you go. All aboard! Anybody <laughs> wants to get on that? <laughs> Crazy train! You go! Ozzy! All about Ozzy! Happy Halloween, Ozzy! And to all the family, we love you all. Crazy. But that's how it goes Millions of people Living as foes Maybe It's not too late To learn how to love And forget how to hate Mental wounds not healing Like the millions of 
do you think of that one, huh? Love it. It's a classic. Always love it. In fact, one of the stations I listen to the most when I'm commuting is Sirius XM's Ozzy's Boneyard. And of course, they play the master a lot of times, but they also play a lot of really great stuff from both sides of the pond. If you if you haven't tuned into that and you've got Sirius, give Sirius XM 38 a try. It's Ozzy's Boneyard and it's classic rock and metal. Oh man, I'm metal? Yeah, you might hear a sweet and you might hear UFO, but you might also hear Iron Maiden, and you'll definitely hear Black Sabbath. So, I love yeah, all that stuff. Fun. I know I'm going to tune in anyway. Yeah, you said Black Sabbath. I was just going to come back. I'm sorry, guys. Ozzy is Ozzy, but like whether it's Rod Stewart, Steve Merritt, and all that, it's all about the band too. And Black Sabbath, without him, he wouldn't be who he is. I mean, they you are incredible. I think you're, I'm so proud of you guys. You just wanted to come to America and scare the hell out of Americans, which you did. <laughs> and you wanted to do it the right way. The album, you're a legend. You're still one of the best, biggest rock concerts in the world, the Ozfest. You could probably get 500,000. That's how much you love them. In a field in England, just like Oasis and stuff. Mm-hmm. We love you. You're the Prince of Darkness but in a good way where you should be an ambassador. I don't know if he's got anything from the Queen yet, but he should be in for the... Uh, I'm not sure the Queen would be willing the... to, to dub he Sir Ozzy. <laughs> oh. And like I say, what a talented family, Sharon. and ta- I mean, uh, they started the ball rolling. But anyway, to finish the ball and to make sure all our listeners out there, you are incredible. We, we are so excited you guys that are calling in, making your requests and telling us what you want to hear. And we are all about fun and sharing the good news of music and spreading it to you out there. Without you listening, we won't be doing this. Well, we would because we love doing what we love to do. Yeah, but we but, love sharing you hear, sharing your stories on the Facebook page, telling us your favorite songs. You give us links and we'll pop those out there. And we love to pass that along because... It's a journey for us, too. As we go digging into music to put together, we find all sorts of fun stuff to share with you, but we couldn't do it without you sharing the other bits that add to that, that give us a lot more to work with and just make it fun for everybody. Have a great Halloween. Have fun. Have good candy. Make sure the good candy. Go for the uh, the Cadbury's or the chocolate. That's what I always do, don't you, buddy? <laughs> the good chocolate, But be yes. safe out there. Have great fun dressing up and listening to your favorite tunes. Have a fabulous, wonderful, happy Halloween. All the scary and wonderful, great treats to you. And once again, and I'm going to finish off here, and then I'll let the this guy, what's your name? The I'll let this guy yank. finish off. But I'm going to finish off my show and I don't want anybody to get this way tonight. So if you do go home, hide. Paranoia. <laughs> Ozzy, do it. Do it, Ozzy. Get in, Ozzy. Will you get in? We only did one word. Let's think of another one quick. There's so many. Well, we haven't done the two words yet. We did the first one. We told them, didn't we? We didn't tell them? Oh, we mentioned We told them we're going to do the two words, but before we do, I got one more piece to go, okay? Go ahead. All right. So we did did four bands a piece, and it was a lot of fun, but I have one more thing I want to add, and the only reason I want to add it is A, it's Halloween, B, it ties into Tim Burton, and C, Nightmare Before Christmas. So... 
The singing voice of Jack Skellington is Danny Elfman, who most of us know as the movie composer, the man who does the scores for anything Tim Burton asks him to. But he also had a fun band in the 80s, a pop band called Oingo Boingo. And as we roll this out, I want to finish this episode before we get to our words. We're going to finish this episode with the song Dead Man's Party by Oingo Boingo. Check this out. What a bonus you bringing that up. I didn't know you had that behind the scenes. I've heard of Oingo Boingo. I've always... Who hasn't heard of that name? Yep. I never know that was it. Yep, he was the lead singer. He was pretty much the front man for all of that. That was his thing before doing the scoring for Pee-wee's Big Adventure and Beetlejuice and Men in Black. And the rest is history. How can you be so diverse and so fantastic? What a true artist. Intelligence, creativity, and courage. You know what I'd like to do is pull up and see exactly all what you've just said and everything he's done. I'm going to have to check it out. We'll be putting more stuff on the webpage and talking about all of this stuff on Facebook throughout October. Maybe we'll even be lazy and go into November and pretend Halloween just keeps on keeping on. <laughs> but we got a, we got a segment we got to do. We promised that we would do two words. Let's oh, do that's that. right. We've got to think of the words. All right, the words. We're going to do the sugar. The sugar? No, we're going to use the sugar. All right. What When you go Halloween trick-or-treating, what do you say to the people when you're knocking the door? What do you ask for? Well, when I don't want to get arrested, um, I say, it's okay. I'm just a really big kid at heart, and they don't get afraid of the fact that there's a big adult. No, seriously, when I go trick-or-treating, we say, trick-or-treat. No, I mean, the, the, what do you want? Do you want an apple? you want an orange? Or do you want... What's, candy! Oh, All sorts of candy. You are so freaking slow. What's the matter with you? Huh? What? Well, you know when you go out and yes for candy? I say, what do you get? You don't... Uh, no, it don't matter who you are. When you knock on the door in America, you say, candy. Do you, do you have a different name for it? No, just candy. All right. You know what we call it in England? What? Sweets. That's the word of the day. Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. Please can I have some sweets. I'd like two ounces of those sweets up there. But which one do you want? The uh, licorice or sorts or the um, chocolate 
I like the chocolate one. Thank you. We call them everything is a sweet. So when English kids go trick-or-treating, do they say, trick-or-treat, I want some sweets? Do you have any sweets? Do you have any sweets? Go and get your sweets. All right? Oh, that's so that's, cool. That's the one. Okay, that's enough about sweets. So does this explain this? You know what that reminds yeah. me of? This is hilarious. Oscar Powers, when they're saying, lucky charms. <laughs> but I'm really eating candy. <laughs> candy. Which is they're weird. always after me, lucky charms. What? Hey. Why does everyone laugh when I say that? <laughs> that is a good that was, Irish I love leprechaun. that. That was fun. If he wasn't so tall, you could make a good leprechaun. Maybe you could get on your knees and put your shoes on the knees. I'll vote for you. Go and find a rainbow. That's the audiobook narrator. we got to be all things. Go look for the rainbow. Then you get the gold at the end of it. Yeah, but let's come back because you were talking about trick-or-treat. I want candy, <laughs> trick-or-treat. I want sweets. And all I was thinking of was sweets for my sweet. Sugar for my honey. You love that song. It is. It sticks in your head. It's I know great. It's been there. It sticks like candy. You keep on breaking up because like candy yeah. that you lick and you stick to someone's mailbox because you're a jerk and because it's hell. All right, we got to do the. I other. never did that. Don't do that, kids. Hang on. I'm I was gonna, a good kid. Hang on. I'm in the cup. <laughs> Here we go. I got it. I knew I wrote it down somewhere. Okay. So we got sweets and candy. All right. And then sweets. <laughs> I don't get this one though. Homely is ugly. Yeah, for those Homely of you who can't pleasant. see, we're actually looking at the English American American English Dictionary, which we both find hilarious. So according to this, it says that homely means ugly in American, but homely means pleasant in English. That's not true. <laughs> I don't believe you. I don't believe that if I say, well, well he certainly is a homely man, you're going to go, oh, that's quite pleasant. I don't mean this badly American, but looking up <laughs> at your face just right now, I am going to switch ours to the American version. <laughs> and that's it. It's you. Ugly. Take my... Well, you've seen the bit. I'll make you decide. But I almost got scared looking up. That's all I'm going to say. I've been so, called ugly by worse than you, yeah. mister. And of course... I'll stay at home and be homely. <laughs> who, who's always the real pleasant one right here? The homely one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I all love right, it. So, that's, so that's, the, that's the word of today. Sweets in England. Where's me sweets, as we say in Manchester? And over it, got any candy... Candy. Okay, so I got a call to action for our our listeners out there. If you're from the UK and you think that homely does not mean pleasant, and you think homely's definition here is hogwash, oh, I'm sorry, is poppycock, tell us. You are going against the book. Pop onto Facebook. You are going against the book. Go against the book. Come on, tell me the truth. You're in this book to not having, don't you think they did research? If you think the Yank is full of it and he himself is. Just spouting poppycock. Tell us that homely really does mean this pleasant was in the manufactured UK. in England. Maybe it's not ex- exact. Don't believe this guy. Are you kidding me? Is American, American English, English American. We love you, folks. Yeah, thanks we, a lot. Thanks for listening. Oh, and thanks. We love this. Have a great. Did we do Halloween? Did we say goodbye? We did. Didn't we? We're ready. All right. Have a wonderful. Going to send you off with really scary. I can't scream because I've got such a deep muscular manly voice english so i'll say i'm gonna scream (laughs) i love it it sounds sinister happy halloween (laughs) hey steve yeah How do we tell them that we're done for the day? I don't know, because I'm having too much fun. We have covered so many wonderful artists and so much great music. I just want to carry on till the midnight hours. But I'm afraid we're just going to have to tie it up and wait for our next show. Yeah, I think so. So that's all the time we have for now. But keep tuning in, because we'll always have more for you. Oh, yeah. And just remember, though... 
We want to know how you think, folks. We want your favorite song and your favorite time where it takes you back. England or America, we're not biased. So you join in. And if you've had as much fun and as much as excitement and a great time like we have, we will definitely see you on the other side of the microphone next time. Rock and roll. <laughs>